of Persecution and Passivity, Wednesday, December 14, 2022. Remember what I said to you, the servants are not greater than their master. So, if they persecute me, they will certainly persecute you. On the other hand, if they embrace my word, they will also embrace yours as well. John fifteen twenty. When was the last time you were persecuted for your faith in God? I freely confess that I cannot recall ever being persecuted because I was a Christian. The closest thing to being persecuted takes me back to my stint as a tray line worker at the White Memorial Hospital back in the mid-70s. There was this guy who just didn't like me because I was too aloof or something. I don't know. One day, he challenged me to fight him at the end of the shift. We never came to blows, and the fracas dissipated as suddenly as it started. I doubt if that qualifies as persecution. Pretty sad in hindsight. I've ministered to many people as a pastor going on 45 years. I got cussed by random strangers a few times, but they didn't know me, so it really doesn't count. People stole from me, but in fairness, I may have pilfered a few things in my lifetime. But even that was more sad than hurtful. There was no real loss, per se. So what kind of martyr am I? How wimpy is my witness that no one bothers to persecute me? Society seems to be unraveling, but no one has come to my house to force me to sign up with the dark side. So what does persecution look like nowadays? I want to rattle the forces of evil in this world, but I can't even see them. What's worse is that Jesus says that if he is persecuted, his followers will also suffer the same fate. The servant is not greater than his master, he says. It's an indictment on my lack of suffering for my faith. What kind of disciple am I if I can't even manage some suffering? It appears to me that the lack of persecution in this land of freedom and respect of religion has produced a large mass of passive followers in the absence of persecution. I'm not sure that many Christians go out daily looking to launch a Christian jihad, but some do. Sadly, many Christians like me aren't comfortable in this stressless gauntlet that I've created for myself. It's so bland and milquetoast. Should I be praying for persecution? Ought I to annoy some heathens into doing bodily harm to me? Or can it be that I am just oblivious to the danger that surrounds me? No doubt the day will come when persecution will be tangible. But in the meantime, ought not my life reflect the fruits of the Spirit rather than the thirst for spiritual battles? Perhaps Jesus was simply preparing his disciples for the gritty side of being a follower of Christ. There is a cost to follow Jesus. There is a price to pay for swimming against the flow. Is the price of passivity greater than the cost of discipleship? Perhaps the time has come for me to pray that my witness be one to those who are seeking something better than the scraps that society serves up. God is not asking me to pursue martyrdom. He wants me to be his witness, to love the loveless, to help the helpless. The verse does say that there will be those who will embrace the good news that I share. I may be called to lay down my life, but I am certainly being called daily to go out and serve those who cross my path. Let the way I live my life touch lives for good. If opposition is the result, well, Lord, make me a servant, humble and meek. Lord, let me lift up those who are weak. And may the prayer of my heart always be, make me a servant today. You see, not all of us are called to martyrdom, but we are all called to serve selflessly.
Abba, don't let me bring persecution on myself because of my failures. Rather, let people around me be drawn to you because of how you are working in my life. In Jesus' name, amen.